Hello and welcome to With This Book We Can. I'm Kerry Gittins. And I'm Lynette Barker. We are teacher librarians passionate about bringing literature and stories to life in the classroom. We acknowledge the First Peoples of Australia as the first storytellers. Your stories and experiences are the heart of this country. In particular, we acknowledge the Wabakal people, the traditional owners on the land on which we are recording today. Kerry, this beautiful book we have is called Gigantic by Rob Bidoff. That's right, and he's another author illustrator. And this is a beautiful book. The title is Gigantic, and underneath it's got the small whale with a big heart. And I'll read the little bit of a blurb that's on the inside cover. It says, A mulberry sky full of flashes and rumbles, an ocean alive as it rises and tumbles. And there, neath the waves of a stormy Atlantic, there lives a blue whale, and his name is Gigantic. Gigantic is the smallest whale in the whole pod, but when his older brother Titan finds himself in trouble... Gigantic shows that sometimes you don't have to be big to be mighty. And I love that because for me, it evokes that saying, from little things, big things grow. We looked at the fact that it could be either science or it could be, again, the English or PD, PD Health because Titan is not a very nice big brother. He's a bit of a bully. And so you could look at that in terms of what you would want to do with the children in the classroom. We thought if you took a deeper dive into it, we could look at the small of creatures of the ocean and their importance within the food chain and within the environment and keeping the environment fresh and alive. So that was a science strand that we thought you could dive into. And we were looking at um, early stage one. And I think the rhyming really lends itself to early stage one. They It really brings the children in when you're reading the story. Yeah, it really does. And we discussed what might happen if you took one of those tiny creatures that are beautifully illustrated. What happens if you took one of them out of the food chain? What would happen to the other creatures around it? And that's quite a topical conversation to have with the younger ones, especially in our area here in Newcastle. They're talking about shark nets and things like that and the and the creatures that get caught within those nets. So what happens when you take one away? We talk about the big creatures, but we don't often focus on the smaller creatures. And how it disrupts the ecosystem. And I think with the little ones, because they're not writing a lot at this age, it's a great book for discussion and pondering and thinking about it. And I've been recently reading about the Resilience Project and in it they talk about gratitude, empathy, mindfulness. And I think because that was fresh in my mind when I was reading Gigantic, I just kept drifting, oh, it's a good word with the ocean, drifting towards that well-being and PD health aspect. And when we talk about PD health in the younger years, it's really about helping one another, being friends, being supportive, building a community. And I think in this it shows every single creature has a part to play within a community and it really makes that point beautifully through the illustrations and the words. And when Titan, the older brother, says that he's so much better than his other little brother – and sends him off. Gigantic makes friends with a, a small turtle called Myrtle the Turtle, and they find that they can do all of these great things that actually Titan ends up not being able to do. And so we I- do have our own gifts and our own special characteristics, which is why when we go across into the English syllabus, you were looking there at character. Just the facial expressions that Rob Bidoff manages to put onto the, the, to the two whales and the differences, and you can really see that Titan is the one that's grumpy and wants to be seen as the best and the biggest and the bluest and that sort of thing, whereas Gigantic is quite happy being who he is. 
And as we said before, Gigantic is probably more resilient and has more perseverance than Titan actually does at the moment because towards the end when Titan actually ended up beaching himself, Myrtle the Turtle, I love that name, and Gigantic get the smaller sea creatures together to try and help Titan come back into deeper water. So one of the ideas that you had for the students was? A PowerPoint. And um, just on that, though, and Gigantic's face as they're trying to pull Titan off the beach, there is pure determination in that face. Taking PowerPoint, and I know a lot of people go PowerPoint, you know, it's so 1980s. No, if you haven't visited it for a while, please go and have a look. It's an incredible tool. There's lots of other things that have been added to it over oh, the it years seems, as well. Oh, it's amazing. You can really build 3D animations within PowerPoint. But for the little ones, it's all about managing the room when you have them in there with computers. So make it easy. Get a PowerPoint template and add onto that template some little sea creatures and probably about 10 from the story, little seahorses and starfish, whatever, and, of course, a little whale and and the big whale, and then ask them to delete all but five little creatures. If you were going to gather a group to pull a whale off a beach, which five would you pick? Now, I went back and studied Rob's picture to get my ideas and, of course, I'm going to take an octopus who's got those long arms and can stretch. So, um, and I guess if one arm got sore, they could swap to another arm because they've got eight. They've got eight, eight, so that's right, yeah. Anyway, and say to the, the kinders, you're allowed to keep five and they can line them up and recreate that story Um, I think they'd have a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. And we talked about a visible thinking routine as well, which is one that we have spoken about before. And it's one I think that if you are using the visible thinking routines, you've probably used it a lot, especially with the younger grades. And that's what makes you say that. So if they're taking, if you've got 10 creatures and they're taking five out, you'd say, well, what made you do that? What made you do that? So you would be Tweaking it a little, which is again what we talked about in a previous episode, but I think that would be a great routine to use. And as far as the um, information fluency framework goes, we thought with the early stage one students, you could focus on a literate element or you could focus on an innovative element. So the literate element we thought fitted really well was the IFFKL 2.2, which was to convey messages through actions or talk to retell a familiar story or share knowledge and opinion. And that fits really beautifully with the whole PowerPoint idea and taking things out and and only leaving the file so you're retelling that story. Or if it's an innovative element, then you could, it's IFFKI 2.2, which is predict what might happen in a given situation when you put ideas into action. So we thought you could focus on either one of those two elements and it would fit perfectly. So it is up to you. I guess we're just sprinkling ideas out there. Yes, absolutely. That's right. So it depends on how deeply you want to dive into your texts or into your images and how you want to use them within your classroom because you might already be on a geography focus or you might have a science focus or you might be doing a creative arts focus. So so many of these stories uh, can have multiple uses depending on how how deeply you want to dive into the text and the images and where you want to use it within your curriculum. And if you've got a 30-minute time in your day, 
which we would all love to think we've got time to fill in, which we never do. But if you do have 30 minutes, you could role play this. Be a character. Who wants to be, you know, gigantic? Who wants to be Titan? (laughs) How are we going to reshape this and make, what will we make it look like? So have fun with it. It's a beautiful story and we we seem to always say that but we fall in love with books and they just, there's so many things you can do in the classroom. Every lesson should have a book at the heart of it.